baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldrop. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in ESPN, the 977. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx on the 22nd day of August, 2017. If you're listening to us, I guess the eclipse did not burn your eardrums out. Uh, so appreciate that. Glad you're with us. We're brought to you by Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. Some of the best pet care you're going to need. Go see him on US 165 North in Monroe. 318-345-4545. You can reach out to us. Text us on the Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union text line. 762. Appreciate my man John Tabor, who was an instrumental part of the show yesterday, throwing out uh, a nugget on the eclipse. And my partner, uh, Jamie Fox in this morning. Top of the morning to you, Jamie. Terry, happy post-eclipse to you. Um, <coughs> excuse me, I'm choking from looking at the sun all day yesterday. Uh, you'll notice your partner here, uh, let me qualify, that's your radio partner, <coughs> is... Uh, no judgment. There's a, there's, a, there's a... I smell pretty good this morning, don't I? I mean, you, let's just... I've not gotten that close to you, Jamie. Well, it's called moisturizer. I, I like you and all, but you know... Well, I know, but it's, it's called moisturizer. Uh, and... Uh, yeah, you don't you don't have to be intimate with me to to like me, but found that out um, <laughs> the hard way, and uh, in my pocketbook as well. But uh, I uh, the sun, you know, in addition to the eyes, and thanks to you, I got to to watch some of the eclipse uh, from my my own very backyard, and uh, you know, I, I kind of thought, well. It, is this as good as it gets, you know, um, kind of like Saban. But I, I thought, well, this is it. And then I'd run back inside and see what was happening in other parts of the country. I have to admit, dark a lot of oh, it was, it was awesome. I mean, Columbia, South Carolina, they had the football team up there, and they were all watching it. it, it like, it's, you know, they did the, the theme from uh, 2001 or whatever, I, the movie I, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I saw. And it was amazing. And, you know, it did went dark for like two, two and a half minutes, and then voila, here comes the sun again. And, uh it it was fascinating, uh, even for me. But I just thought, you know, hey, I've got a little, we'll throw a little SPF on this morning because I don't want any uh, any any skin cancer erupting. But I thought to myself, hey, you know, the last time I re- here it was like we had what about mm, I don't know we had maybe seventy five percent, and it was weird. I mean, because the day went, and I thought to myself, the last time I experienced a day like this was was when I went into divorce court in New Orleans. And I was uh, I was represented by uh, Silverstein and Silverstein, a nice Jewish outfit here. Who were, uh, I mean, I, I said you got to go with them because their motto is "We'll pick their bones clean." Uh, how little known to me, my ex-wife had hired Dewey Cheatham and Howe out of the great uh, New Orleans area. So it was uh, it was kind of like the apocalypse back then, and that's what kind of yesterday reminded me of. It was just dark, and then it would light up, and then you know it's so. Anyway, uh, but today is a bright sunshine. I, I came in on my uh, faithful horse, Traveler. Oh, wait, excuse me. It was Traveler. I have I've had to change it to Bernie, uh, to be politically correct. Um, I got it from California and uh, did not want to uh, to traumatize it, so I brought in his uh, his sweetheart, Hillary, 
to come along with them. And, Party uh, and Hillary. At the- and they've had, uh, I'm happy to report, uh, they have had a love child since they've been here in the Bayou State. Uh, having a little trouble getting his legs under him, her. Him. Well, I'm just saying, until we have a better idea, we're going to go with Caitlin as, as the pony. And uh, we're, we're kind of having a, a little little dilemma there. But anyway, uh, it is great to be here, Jamboree Week, post-eclipse week, and a lot to get into, and uh, people behaving, misbehaving, and we're here to share it with everyone. Well, let's, let's talk some NFL right now. Okay. Uh, we had some things go on last night, uh, some of which you know, some of which flew under the radar. But I want to talk to you about one of the hated Alabama, former Alabama Crimson Tide players, uh, very good NFL player, Ha-Ha Clinton Dix. Ha-ha. Ha-ha, Clinton Dix. You're right. Who is a uh, defensive player, defensive back for your Green Bay Packers. Mark Kramer's Mark Kramer. Green Bay Remember. Packers. Yes. Well, there's a lot of been made about the different protests, the different, uh, you know, things that people wear to show support or lack of support or their outrage or, you know, what have you. Clinton Dix did something, uh, I don't know, I, I, I've just got to. I'm going to tell you and let you make a decision on this. Clinton Dix uh, has the names of four Florida law enforcement officers who have died in the line of duty, written on his cleats. Uh, This was for Saturday night's NFL preseason game against the Washington Redskins. Can't say that. The Washington, the the team in Washington. The team in Washington, very good. We're we're not going to mention their mascot. Very good. And so he... uh, he sends out on Twitter, added two more angels to my cleats in respect to families wow. who lost two heroes in the community. And he was talking about uh, Matt Baxter and Sam Howard. They were Kissimmee, Florida, which is Orlando, mm-hmm. who were shot on Friday. Uh, one died right after the shooting. The other one died on Saturday. And uh, he had already had a couple of other people uh, that had died in the line of duty written on his shoes. So, ha-ha, Clinton Dix taking a little bit different uh, tact, if you will, to show honor for those who have lost their lives in the line of duty protecting fellow citizens. Well done, Clinton Dix. Ha ha is no laughing matter. That's a really good. Uh, it is. It, it, the thing, the only thing that distresses me about this is how little lack of attention it's getting. Which is why I threw it out there mm-hmm. off the bat today. And again, how many times are we going to get into this? Because I had about 30 people text me over the weekend. And, and so, you know what? You want me to talk about it? I'll talk about it. When are we going to get past generalizing groups of people? That's a good point. When are we going to get past generalizing that? You know, if you're a white guy, you're probably not in the KKK. If, if, you know, if you're a black guy, you're probably not a radical guy that blows stuff up or vice versa. You know? I've got Hispanic friends that don't like Mexican food. I mean, when are we going to get past generalizing an entire group of people based on their looks, their skin color, or where they're from? You know, it it, it absolutely amazes me this day and time. And we'll fast forward, and we've talked about this with the Colin Kaepernick protests last year. Let me clarify this again for you guys. I've done this before, and again, I had 30 texts over the weekend with people saying, hey, what do you think about it? Well, here's what I think. Colin Kaepernick last year, the reason Colin Kaepernick is not signed in the NFL right now 
is not because he was taking a knee in silent protest. All right? The reason Colin Kaepernick is not signed is because this is a free market economy. If you just say taking a knee to bring attention to what he perceives is social injustice, I don't think, there. I mean, there are people who would be upset with that. But the bigger thing, just personally for me, was the wearing of pig socks, the tweeting out of a, run, a fugitive slave recovery and a police officer's badge. All police officers are just like runaway slave patrol guys. The comments of Fidel Castro. That's what pisses me off. And I think a lot of people feel the same way. Perfect situation for him to go to Miami. They had Tannehill that was a starter that's out. Kaepernick can obviously play in the NFL. There's no question his skill set is good enough for him to make a football team. It is, all right? The owners, and in Miami, do you really want to throw him in that environment? You have a huge Cuban population that a lot of those people lost family members that were killed because of the Castro terrorist regime down there. And you're going to put him in that, given his statements on Castro, pro-Castro support? Uh, it's just, it's a toxic environment. And then he's tweeting out over July 4th. Uh, just very negative, disparaging things about the United States of America. You know, the same place that paid him millions of dollars to throw a football around. The same place that sends soldiers, black, white, re green, yellow, red, whatever color they may be, to different parts of the world to protect the freedoms that we have. Again, nobody, I don't think anybody minds the protest, the single-knee protest, all right? I don't, I, let me rephrase that. I won't say I don't mind it. I say, you know, a lot of people don't like it, but they're like, okay, that is your right to do so. The issue that I've had with him and still continue to have is all the other ancillary things thrown into it. He continues doubling down on it. The reason he's not signed is because nobody in a free market economy, I am a private business owner. I can pick and choose who I employ in my business. Okay, here's a general rule for you. My old man told me this many years ago. If you talk a lot of religion and politics at your job site, probably you're not going to be there very long. You become toxic to so many people. That's the reason Colin Kaepernick, to this point, is not side. Well, they're blackballing. They're keeping him out. They're opting to choose not to hire him. This is all 32 owners. Well, they're all racist owners. In a league that has 70 to 75% African-American employment? Really? Are there, are there racist people? Yes, folks, there always will be. Um, yeah. On I mean, every side, there always will right. be. You can't legislate that out. You know the only thing that works on this, Jamie, is education, empowerment, and people sitting down and talking. That's what works. Like all these idiots running around with these neo-Nazi neo -Nazi marches, I say let them march because they expose themselves for who they are. Yeah. I mean, I think absolutely had had uh, the Charlottesville situation been met with silence, they would have been bored very quickly and gone home. Well, the Charlottesville I'm, deal. Here, yeah. Here's the deal. I, and I think you have a lot of people on both sides that want to see violence and escalation because the TV cameras show up so I can amp up more young people on all sides to be angry. You have two groups protesting, the Antifa nutjobs and then the neo-Nazis. Folks, there's not a lot of difference between these guys, honestly. There's not. So you don't have police in between. You don't have people separating these two groups. You don't think there's going to be issues? Both of them want that? 
you could have actually put one on one side and one way on the other if you'd have managed that. My contention to you, I think they wanted. They did issues. because this, not necessarily somebody to die. Terry, there was enough pre-protest publicity, certainly for the mayor, obviously the governor, everybody involved to cut this thing off of the past. There was an intentional, in my opinion, an intentional effort on the part of those in positions of authority to let this happen on purpose because they wanted it. Somebody, You can't – they wanted an issue. Um, and it's easy to – that's the easiest thing in the world when someone disagrees with you is to personalize your attack. I mean, this happens in marriages. Let's this happens in relationships. Yeah, I mean, so you disagree with me, uh, so therefore you're an ist of some sort. You know, my point with Colin Kaepernick is – if you're going to protest, if you're going to try to make this a racist issue, why aren't you protesting on behalf of Robert Griffin III, too? Because guess what? He hadn't been employed yet. Why aren't you protesting on behalf of Jamarcus Russell? Because, you know, he's out of the league now. Why aren't you protesting on, for God's sake, Jeff Blake, anybody? I mean, what is it going to take? I mean, if uh, when Tim Tebow got cut by everybody, did people threaten not to to go to NFL games and to march on this and to march on that? I don't think so. Because everyone realized, for whatever reason, Tim Tebow wasn't a good fit for their organization or was either A, wasn't good enough, or B, wasn't worth whatever baggage. Now he's got a, you know, we'll see. Now he's trying to make a career in baseball. Okay? The guy obviously loves sports. Let's just leave it at that. Why are you limiting your argument just, those of you who, you know, feel that way, why are you limited to just, why aren't you talking about Robert Griffin III? Why aren't you talking about Jamarcus Russell? I wonder what he's doing now. Well, he was making purple drink, but he's maybe gone to a higher plane now. Who knows? But you talk about a physical specimen. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's not stop there. What about DeWante Culpepper? Why isn't he still in the league? Still young enough to play. Or Johnny Manziel. Did anybody throw a, a rock through a window at Starbucks over Johnny Manziel? Johnny did. Well, Johnny has a little trouble with the bottle. That's the party I but, want to go to. At any rate, you're listening to ESPN 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Fox. we come back. We're going to get into some other things here, hopefully sports-related. Uh, and, again, I think this is very timely. You're going to see more and more of this going Aha, on. Ha-ha, Clinton Dix. Kudos to him. Nice job. Ha-ha, Clinton Dix. This segment brought to you by our friends – at GB Cooley, writing your support a worthwhile cause, the Louisiana Special Olympics. Jamie, I'll be back in a momento, ESPN. The deals are heating up during the summer clearance event at Brennan Dodge in Ruston with 0% for 72 on all 17 Ram 1500 Crew Laramie 4x4s or save 20% off Lamus RP. Get a 17 Ram Quad Express for $29.9. A 17 Ram 2500 Crew 4x4 is only $35.9, and 17 Ram Crew Bighorn has $6,500 in rebate. Our selection is great, so don't miss the summer clearance event at Brennan Dodge in Ruston. If you could talk to your animal when they say, they're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital, listen closely and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. 
That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one, 345-4545. This is an event sportsmen wait for all year long. The Tax-Free Weekend at Michaels and Homer, and this year it's bigger than ever. September 1st and 2nd, you're not going to pay any sales tax on any sporting goods, including all Browning guns in stock. And Michaels has a bunch of them. Browning A-Bolt 3s, only $3.99 after rebate. Better get more than one at that price. Check out the Browning Satori 725s and find out why there are more ways to become one with your gun. Michaels has Browning A5 Wicked Wings, all new for 2017, Browning X-Bolt Eclipse and Hunter and Target models, and Browning Maxis too. The Browning A5 Sweet 16s are in stock, along with Browning BPS with a lifetime of pump action performance. Remember, 12 months no interest financing with approved credit, and only $100 down holds any Browning item you buy until tax-free weekend, September 1st and 2nd. Michael's Men's Store and Sporting Goods on the Courthouse Square in downtown Homer. When I got hurt in an accident, I didn't know how I would take care of my medical bills. I took out loans, borrowed from friends and family, but the bills kept piling up. That's when a friend told me to call attorney Bobby Manning. Bobby fought hard for me. He helped make things right. I'm so glad my friend told me to get Bobby. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in an accident, Don't delay. Call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. Living on the edge makes weekdays more fun, especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. Welcome back to the edge on ESPN 97.7. And welcome back in ESPN 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx. Appreciate you spending part of your morning with us, folks. We try to hit the gamut of all things uh, sports, sports-related. Again, this uh, the situation going on with the kneel downs, the, the protests, things like that. You're going to see that becoming more and more relevant. I think you're going to see it a lot in college football. And I think we'll cover it when it happens. I think you're going to see it a lot more this year uh, going forward. Although I did like to see uh, yesterday, it was sort of funny because Saban's reaction to the uh, eclipse the eclipse, rather. He's he's not he's not uh, not a fan. All right, he's uh, he's not much. Uh, how shall I say? Uh, moved by the experience. He was not moved by the experience. No, uh, <laughs> the pretty cool thing is, uh, I, I love the clickbait that people put out there. CBS had this one yesterday at Boston College. Uh, Steve Adazio, who's the head coach. Oh yeah, at BC. Boston College. Yeah. Uh, the headline was Boston College coach. Steve Adazio rejects eclipse science. See if I'm blind, was his quote. And so they were asking him yesterday, hey, what do you think about the eclipse? And he goes, look, we're going out to practice Monday afternoon, and he doesn't have time to put on glasses to, uh, to watch the solar system. I'm going to look at it, and I'm not wearing glasses. See if I'm blind tomorrow. Well, I guess we'll find out today, won't we? But the headline was, he rejects eclipse. So, do you really think the man's going to go out there and stare at the sun? I mean, the only reason I think you would do that is, like, if you accidentally walked in and saw Rosie O'Donnell in some sort of state of, uh, at that point, yeah, stare at the sun, that might help. You know, um, 
all these, you know, here's the thing. I think the, the basic inference both Saban and Adazio are trying to make is like, let's be honest, is they're probably upset because the focus is away from college football. Yes. And they're going, I don't care. This is this is distracting my team. Thanks to you uh, idiots, now my team can't concentrate. They're too busy looking at the sun and putting on glasses. And they, So South Carolina just said they're not going to, they they're not going to fight the the you know thousand pound elephant in the room. I think elephants way you more than that. You embrace it, man. You embrace they embraced it. it and hey. just said, you know, let's let's all go up to the top of the stadium and and watch it. You know, Saluki, Southern Illinois, and Carbondale, full eclipse. Dude, I'm so it's educational. It's interesting. Yeah, it, it only lasts. You know, I mean, what the heck? I mean, you know, I was out there with my ridiculous Burger King looking glasses yesterday. Thinking, you know, I'm staring at the sun and some glasses that were made in China. By the way, did you read the disclaimer on the glasses? I did not. Yeah, basically, if it burns your retina out, it's not their fault. It could, it no. could have been, uh, you know, silly putty they put in there. But well, as far uh, as they know, they you know they put all this long uh, dissertation certification on the end of it about yeah. the serial number, and if it, you know, you only got to wear this one. So it does does lead to some skepticism. Speaking of silly putty, how about our friends over in Streetport? Stay in the sports world. Let's stay in Louisiana. A $100 million downtown arena is being proposed by the mayor of Shreveport. Uh, it would be $75 million from private sources, which I'd love to know who those people are, and $25 million from the city. It would be mixed use, including their, I think it's uh, Shreveport and Pensacola are in the finalists, are the two finalists to get a Pelicans, uh, a Pelicans D League team, if you will. And so the event center would permit year-round basketball, volleyball, tennis, gymnastics, boxing, cheer competition, lacrosse tournaments, etc. Don't they have another pretty big arena over in Shreveport? Let's see, what's the name of it? Oh yeah, the CenturyLink Center, which holds, I think, fourteen, fifteen thousand, maybe not. I don't know. Well, you know, really. Well, you've got Sir Paul performing at the CenturyLink. Do you really – can it get any better than that? Um, well, that, that look, the arena loses money there. The, the arena only, loses money everywhere. The only one that makes money is the Cajun Dome, and I think there's like a 21% hotel tax in Lafayette. Right. And if you've been to Lafayette recently, you know, hey, I got a room for $99. All of a sudden, you got a $145 bill. Hey, wait a minute. That's your tax. That money is earmarked for the Cajun Dome upkeep. I did not know that. Yeah, so that that is what makes the Cajun Dome profitable, but on its own, it's not profitable. For those of you in Balkanville, that's called a subsidy. Wow. Right? And good for them because I, I think we ought to build the one here in Balkanville because they come out, they support their own. I mean, the, the Christmas parade and everything, I got no problem. Got no problem. And I don't think they do either. But I'm going to tell you, if you're going to spend 85 mil like we're going to do around here, do Plenty of really parking. Think, I, I'm just curious. And look, I'm a sports guy. Yeah. I'm a basketball guy. I have been my whole life. Is that the best expenditure of money in a state that educationally, let's just say it is not near the top uh, for city services, for things of that nature? We have the highest tax rate in the nation. Do you really think that's going to – now, would it enhance the community to have more – absolutely, I'm all for that. Is that the best expenditure of monies in Shreveport or here? I, and I, I have a hard time well, justifying – I mean, how many people are you going to see – got 3,000 seats. Do you really think you're going to put that many people in a D-League game? No, not consistently, no. And here's the thing. I, I, I would love it, too. And I love the concept of private public funding. That's that's good too. 
Well, we got a little bit of a track record here in the state. You remember when the Superdome was proposed? You no, remember I the don't, original cost? Uh, what, this is back in the seven, 70s. eight billion dollars, something no, like, like that. Like sixty-three million. Yeah, sixty-three. By the time it was finished, it was one hundred and sixty-three. Yeah, that was when Big John McKithen was governor and all that kind of stuff. So you can imagine. I'm just saying that it never, none of that stuff ever comes under budget. Uh, well, so I understand why we need one. I, I do. I mean, I'm sympathetic and I love the ambition and the drive toward one. But Alexandria, none of them. None of them, with the exception of the heavily subsidized Cajun Dome, make money. It's population-based. Look, I lived it in is. Arlington right. when Jerry Jones was building New Jerry World. Jerry Jones had a political campaign with the city and the citizens of Arlington, Texas, and it was a public-private deal, all right? And so the public voted a tax upon themselves and earmarked that money for not only helping construct that stadium, but the perpetual upkeep thereof. You got a huge, huge tax base in Arlington, Texas. That's why they can build seventy million dollar football stadiums, and people are like, "Man, that's way too much money." No, not when you got it. And look at the enhancements that we can have. It's like everybody was bent out of shape on the West Monroe scoreboard. Oh, I can't believe they could buy microscopes with all that money. Well, the people of West Monroe voted a tax upon them. So it's a capital gains or a capital outlay deal. And so you have school board members that said, who is a representative of those people because they elected them, if they're not doing what you want them to do, elect somebody else. It's, it's that simple. And so you have people all over North Louisiana chiming in on that. Like, folks, that's out of your jurisdiction. I mean, you could have an opinion, but you have no skin in the game. You have no dollars in the game. If you want a new Jumbotron at uh, whatever school there is, pass a tax there. Have your people on the school board, or if you're a private school, just get private donations. Do whatever you want to do. You could throw it out there. Well, Terry, let me bring it to a situation smaller than Arlington, okay, which, as you said, has the tax base to support something like that, which is, a, you know, good for them. I mean, am, I, am I envious? Absolutely, I'm envious. Deadly. I don't necessarily love paying for it, but I would. You know, I would do probably vote for it if I lived in Arlington. But I lived in Birmingham for over 20 years, and we had a, a referendum come up on the same thing. And Birmingham is easily, what, at least two, three, four times bigger than this area, right? Correct? Yes. And throw West Monroe, Monroe, and everybody in between in, and you're still smaller what than is Birmingham. What Parish, 165,000, Maybe. maybe. Uh, but let's just say, and, and, and they brought up a referendum on that. It didn't pass. Because it was a it was a pair, uh, countywide referendum. There are counties over there, and it didn't. And and because it it couldn't be financially sustained, and you know if you're not going to pass it in a city that size, um, and as I said, very seldom do these things come under budget. And then once once they are built, how do you sustain? Um, it's like our zoo here. God love them. God love the people that try to keep up our zoo. But you charge $5 to go to the damn zoo. Yes. Five, yes, five, five bucks, five or ten bucks. We, now we're trying to have a fund to get the train running. God love them. I admire those, the spunk of those folks. I really do. And I admire Jamie Mayo for trying to keep, you know, but our city, our size can't afford that. 
It needs to be privately run. A city of our size can't afford to run a bus system. It needs to be privately funded or run. A city our size can't support, you know, a lot of things like, oh, I don't know, Chenault Park. That needs to be. And all that money that is being spent on with very, very, very good intentions. I'm not debating anybody's intentions. They're very honorable, and I admire the heck out of that. But there is no there there. There's no way to make me a movie star with what I've got. There's no way to make you a I mean, it's just our resources. They're not there. Um, I admire those people. I really do. The river market should be privately done because that think about all the money that, that's being spent on that that could be spent paying police and fire people more good point and i love those people that are trying to do, i love this city and i give and this is one thing while i'm going to be i'm going to it's, it's going to sound like i'm critical i also want to praise them i give them all the praise in the world for at least trying you know, in a town this size to have a little theater and things like that so is amazing. Yeah, we're but we 50, got our problems. Yeah, we're 50-50 on the text line with whether people would go support the arena. I, for what? I'd go to games. I would. I, I, I would go yeah, to games. If it's built, it's built. Do but, I think it's a long-term thing? I don't know. I have people far smarter than that. Sports Let can only know. support so much. 888-993-7762, Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union hotline, text line. Appreciate you guys listening. This segment brought to you by our friends at PowerWorks Gourmet Pizza by Design. Go by and see him on Tower Drive next to Nukes in Monroe. We come back. Jamie and I are going to get into the top 25 college football poll coming out. Only one Southeastern Conference team in the top 10. Is it Armageddon time for the SEC or are they vastly underrated? ESPN, back in a minute. The West Washtenaw Youth Sports Association registration opens on July 22nd and ends on August the 23rd. For football, soccer, and cheerleading, you can register online at wysassociation.website, siplay.com. Or check the website for registration dates at the complex. Cost for football and soccer is $90, and cheerleading is $90 plus uniform. Put the power and comfort of Lincoln in your hands with spectacular deals from J. Mallard Ford Lincoln. Get 4,000 customer cash back on new 2017 Navigators plus 0% financing for 72 months with approved credit. And that's in addition to the big J. Mallard discounts. Or see their selection of certified pre-owned Lincolns with factory warranties up to 100,000 miles. Your Lincoln is waiting at J. Mallard Ford Lincoln in Jonesboro. Visit jmallardford.com. It's coming to TP Outdoors, September 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Once a year for three days only, TP Outdoors celebrates Second Amendment rights with tax-free, interest-free, and TP's lowest sale prices this year. A Federal Land 22 brick of 325 rounds of 22 long rifle, just $17.97. Primo's The Club Duck Blind, $89.99. And The Club XL Blind is an incredible $98.88. And that's interest-free and tax-free. Once a year, September 1st, 2nd, and 3rd at TP Outdoors, Briard in Monroe. Trenton Street, West Monroe. The Bulldogs are ready. Are you ready? Join us as we get you set for another Bulldog football season jam-packed with the best game coverage, insider information, and expert analysis that you'll find anywhere. We take you where others can't, inside the locker room, on the sidelines, and in the huddle. 
For only $9.95 a month, you can be a part of the most exclusive group of diehard Louisiana Tech fans in the country. And if that isn't enough, join me, Ben Carlisle, and my co-hosts Sutton and Lane Davison every Tuesday night from 6 to 7.30 for Bleed Tech Blue Radio as we talk all things Louisiana Tech right here on ESPN 97.7. Visit us online at www.bleedtechblue.com and subscribe today. See you at the Joe. No need for you to worry, no need for you to fret. Coldwell Banker Group One, proving to be the best. So if you want to buy or sell, put us to the test. Coldwell Banker Group One, put your mind at rest. Allison West Monroe, Rustin R. Monroe, Office 3610300, each office independently owned and operated. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Hey, welcome back in. ESPN. 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, bringing you all things sports, sports-related. 888-993-7762. Ronnie, appreciate the text and all you others. We've hit a hot button today. There's a bunch of people texting a bunch of stuff. I do want to get into this. It's a pretty entertaining thing, and I think uh, we're going to hit some buttons on this one as well. The AP Top 25, the coaches poll also came out. And in the AP Top 25, Jamie Foxx, no surprise, the uh, – Alabama Crimson Tide, ranked number one in the country. No big surprise there. They pretty safe bet. Seem to start there pretty much every year. I think they're trying to become the first team since 2004, which was USC, to start at number one and finish at number one. That being said, the biggest surprise, I think, for a lot of people, and SEC fans as well, no other Southeastern Conference football team Harkins, the top ten. Let me run them down for you. Alabama at number one, overwhelming at 52 first place votes. Number two, the Ohio State Buckeyes, three first place votes. Number three, the Florida State Seminoles, four first place votes. But overall, their voting was uh, was very close between them and Ohio State for second. The Trojans of USC garnered two first place votes at number four. Clemson, the defending national champion, at number five. Penn State at number six. The Sooners of Oklahoma at number seven. The Washington Huskies at number eight. Wisconsin Badgers at number nine. And the Oklahoma State, the fighting Mike Gundy's, I'm a man at number He's 50 now, he's a man. He's a man. At 50, he's Uh, finally a man. Here's the interesting thing. Let Let me point this out. While no other Southeastern Conference football teams are in the top 10, some former Southeastern Conference coaches are. How about Urban Meyer, former Florida coach at Ohio State, number two? Or how about Jimbo Fisher, former Saban assistant uh, at Florida State at number three? Pretty interesting. Oh, by the way, there's another guy out there. You might have heard of him, James Franklin, former Vanderbilt coach. Yeah, Penn State's at number six. So the SEC is exporting coaches right and left to all over America, and that you know that's not even talking yet 
about our friend Mark Rick, where the Miami Hurricanes, the former Georgia head coach, checks in at number 18. I think Miami's going to be good. I do, too. Under Rick. I mean, it may not be as much this year. I, I think if Brad Kaya would have come back, they'd have been, you know, probably top 15 for sure. But uh, Rick's doing a heck of a job down there. And what he's doing is what Al Golden couldn't do. He's he's getting the, you know, the, the, the You to stay the, home. Yeah, it's getting the players to stay in, in Miami. Okay, let me give you a – and somebody just texted on this. I was going that direction anyway, but it was a good – I appreciate the text. What happens if Alabama, for some reason, Jamie Foxx, were to leave the SEC? Does it become Armageddon? Because if Alabama – just take Alabama out of the Southeastern Conference right now, all right? Your next highest-ranked team is Auburn at number – what are they, 13, 12? Auburn at 12. LSU, I think, checks in at 13. Your next two highest teams are 12 and 13 right now. Could they carry the mantle of the Southeastern Conference? Nobody's going to do it like Alabama the past decade. Uh, LSU's the only one that's even in that conversation. And there's a clear uh, chasm between what Alabama and everybody else, just like there's a big chasm, I think, between LSU and the rest of the conference. Well, um, again, to tie it back a little bit to what we were talking about just a few minutes ago, what Alabama represents more than elite football programs and athletic programs as a whole is money, a whole, whole, whole lot of money. And you can say, well, LSU's got it, and that's true. That is true. But I will submit to you that there's one reason why Mark Emmert hasn't been looking at Alabama very closely. Or why Mike Slive did. Let me not just limit it to Mark Emmert. Why Mike Slive didn't or any of the others. Cash cow. Now, let's not just single out Alabama. What about North Carolina in basketball? What about Kansas in basketball? What about Kentucky in basketball? If these large, these schools with large athletic, you know, revenue and television generating revenue, they're going to be handled with kid gloves. I'm going to su- submit to you that's why I'm going to submit that Ole Miss is going to be treated differently than someone else. Now, if Alabama were to leave, would they survive? Sure they would because you've got plenty of other programs. I guarantee you that next television contract won't be nearly what it is. Look, the ACC has won two out of the last four national championships. It's true. I can make an absolute case the ACC is better in football than the SEC. Not, only, not top to bottom. The only argument you have, and for the SEC right now, is Alabama. And Alabama's superior to everybody else over the past 10 years. But if you look at the – I mean, we've talked about this before. If you look at the coaches, that's where the SEC is losing. It's not the players. I think they're still getting really good players. Mm-hmm. The SEC is losing ground in the coaching game. As the coaches become more rock stars, which is what they are, as they become more rock stars, look at what the ACC has done. Look at what the Big Ten has done. Uh, Pac-10 to a lesser – or Pac-12, whatever it is now, Pac-50, to a lesser extent. But the ACC, it's not even close with the guys you have in there compared well, to, the, to the Southeast. It's not, it's not even a debate. Are you going to say, though, the ACC from top to bottom is deeper than the SEC? I'm telling you, it's right there. Oh, okay, let's, let's play the game. 
you got Alabama with the SEC. And I'm not telling you I'm on either side. Let's if go I logically Clemson or Florida it, State. Fair you got enough. Clemson and Florida State. Okay. Do they match Alabama? You know, it'd be hard to say that they do, but put them together. The SEC doesn't have a Florida and a Clemson, Florida State and Clemson. They they don't. They don't have somebody that's been who? Auburn, LSU? I don't think so. Not that's been there the last the couple years. The team that I, I think is, is positioned is Florida to be. I mean, you look at overall what Florida has done on the national scene in all sports, all sports. For the right, last 10 years. I get you. Let's stay with football. Baseball. Not, but, I mean, Florida is a powerhouse. Oh, and they Florida, should be. I mean, my gosh, they got 20 million people down Florida there. Florida is a powerhouse. They should is be Is their good. football team a powerhouse? Uh, no. It could be. It's not. Uh, no. Florida's like, I, I, Florida's I think the like story, a really attractive girl that needs to lose 10 pounds. The story is still to be written. All right. She needs to lose 10 pounds. And she can be really nice. She needs to lose some weight. She used to be really nice. Only you could bring wait into this no, I mean, I'm just telling you, Florida, you know, you got Alabama. I think everybody gives you that. I, I give people that. Who is the next best program in the Southeastern Conference? And, again, you take off your blinders of just, I love LSU, I love Miss, whoever it might be, you look objectively. You know, I start going down the line of the ACC, and we go with uh, Florida State, you go with Clemson, you go with uh, Harley Man, Bobby Petrino at Louisville, and I know LSU killed him in the bowl game last year. They did. No question about that. But Louisville is a national player on the scene. You look at what Mark Rick is doing at Miami. You look at what's going on with Justin Fuente at Virginia Tech. You look at even North Carolina. Fedora. Uh, Larry Fedora happening there. I mean. Yeah, the ACC is very, very strong. But you know, I'm just simply – Who's the second best team in the South? Is it Florida? Is that who you're going to hang your hat on? Well, and then I think you throw Georgia in the equation. Uh, but who are both coached by Sabanites? Yeah, but I'm just saying that. Uh, which I think, honestly, this is good for college football. I think it's good to have. I think a lot of people around here, simply because it's so far from us, a lot of people don't realize how good the Pac-12 is. Uh, the Big Ten, you know, but. You look, here's the landscape that this is what's scary, and I don't really look forward to it. If Texas, which is got more money than anybody on the planet. If they ever get their act together. If they ever get their act, and that's what's so frustrating to them is they know. Yes. They know they've got it. Uh, if Texas and let's just say Oklahoma decide to bolt to the Pac-12, which is, I think, a possibility. I hope it's not. I hope it's a long way down the road, and maybe it won't happen. Um, the only thing I think that would keep them from both is they, they don't have to share all that revenue with more schools on the West Coast. Geographically, it just – but, of course, throw that out the equation anymore when it comes to conference realignment. None of that makes sense anymore. What Boise State was going to be in the Big East, that tells you all you need to know. Um, so was TCU. That's TCU right, TCU was the Big, Big East for about, what, six months? Yeah, yeah. B- before the Big 12, who they've been trying to get in forever, like, oh, yeah, we, we'd really like to have. Well, you know, here's the thing, and it's a, you know, 33 is a good business for Alabama to be in the top. Agree. Ethan tells me just because their number two team has a better doesn't mean the whole conferences are better. Keep going down the line. Look, for every Vanderbilt, you got a Wake Forest. you got Duke football. I know it's not very good, but – you know, if you start, if you just continue looking at what the ACC is, coaching-wise, program-wise, if you had an ACC 
SEC challenge. I would probably lean on the SEC just because I'm sort of that much of a homer. But I'm going to tell you what, I wouldn't feel real good about it. I mean, I, I wouldn't be arrogant to the fact that um, – and then somebody goes Vanderbilt, Kentucky, Arkansas, Mizzou, Ole Miss, South Carolina are not very good. Uh, just because Florida State has been better than LSU and Auburn for a couple years doesn't mean ACC is better. Clemson is losing their star player. Let's see how that goes. Absolutely. I, I completely agree with that. Uh, Mississippi State. I think Dan Mullins is probably the second best coach in the SEC. Yeah, because what he does with what he has. But, but you, look, you, have a, you have a limit, Jamie, of how good you can be at Mississippi State. Do you agree with that? Yes, I think there's a ceiling in there's State. There's a ceiling there, folks. Well, and, you know, the state people don't want to hear that, and I understand why, but. They're Texas Tech. There's a limit on how good you Man, can be. There's nothing really wrong with being. Be. There's, but you know what? There's nothing wrong with because they. I mean, you with as long as Dan Mullen's there, they're going to put a pretty consistent product out on the field. And if you're, and I think Mississippi State fans are okay with that. They want to win, but you know, it wasn't too long ago when we're talking about Kyle Lineman here. Was it? Was it last two years ago? Mississippi State was number one. They were. You know, some people probably lost their job over Great that. Great period that of time. Came out of that. But they were number one. Dak Prescott and company. Let's see ESPN 97.7. Terry Water, Jamie Fox. A little college football talk. We return. You're welcome to join us on the uh, hotline, text line, rather, 888 which we've had a bunch of texts today on that and my phone. And I think Jamie's over there plugging away at his Oh, I've got, I've got people right ready to kill me. This segment sponsored by our friend who we may need. Which Mr. I love. Bobby Manning, attorney-in-law, tremendous North Louisiana attorney, specialized in criminal defense, wrongful death, personal injury, whatever you need, Bobby is there for you. Give him a call today. Tell him you heard everybody at the edge at ESPN 318. 342-1411, 342-1411. Roberto Manning, attorney at law, back in a minute. The deals are heating up during the summer clearance event at Brennan Dodge with 0% for 72 on 17 Jeep Cherokee Latitude. Get a 17 Jeep Renegade for only 17.9. 17 Grand Cherokee Limited has 37.50 in rebate. A 17 Jeep Cherokee Latitude is only 21.9. 17 Dodge Challenger is 24.9, and a 17 Grand Caravan is only 19.9. And the all-new 2018 Jeep Compass is now in stock. So don't miss the summer clearance event at Brennan Dodge in Ruston. What do I tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital? Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber, and his staff are always my choice for my animals. It should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on ESPN 97.7, North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the Edge. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call 1-800-345-6644. Hi, Kevin from High Tech. The latest cyber attack has already infected hundreds of thousands of computers in over 150 countries, brought down hospitals, railroads, banks, and even Federal Express right here in the U.S. 
Are you concerned that you may be vulnerable to the latest cyber attack? Then don't wait. Give us a call at 255-1110 and we'll provide guidance on how you can verify that you're secure. We also have checklists on our website at solutionsbyhitech.com or find us on Facebook. A home is your comfort, your shelter. It's a place where you grow and become. I always wanted that for us. A backyard to play in. A front porch to call ours. A home we could be proud of. Because of Washita Valley Federal Credit Union, we were able to have it. Washita Valley Federal Credit Union. Making good things happen. Terry Waldrop is back and better than ever. Hit Terry up at 888-993-7762 to join in on all the fun. And welcome back in ESPN 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, all things sports, some things not, but it all bleeds over. Appreciate you joining us. This segment, short segment, brought to you by our friends at Spawnville. Simply the best, uh, massage the best package you could get for your significant other or i wonder if they do like jiatsu what's it called the, the little you know i don't know but they can they probably can it's probably not three hundred dollars uh let's hope not right. but you've also got uh you know if you want to do the uh the, the manis and the petties oh yeah absolutely i've, I've got yeah, stuff for my wife i've my actually had there. a manicure yeah. and pedicure i'm not okay. afraid i'm a real man but real, I've, uh, dude, I, got I had no a girlfriend pay for it before. Go, hey, go see our friends Drew and Company at Spine of Vale. Um, Probably 318 807 1060. It's over on uh, Lemmy Lane, Lane in Monroe. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, right up the street. So I, I want to finish out. We're going to get back into the, the college football stuff tomorrow. We'll do a little high school stuff too. But you brought this up, and appropriately enough, our friend Tiger Woods back in the news. El Tigre. Uh, Tiger is apparently good at two things. Uh, he, well, he was really good at golf, and he sort of uh, focused his energies in other endeavors. And come, come to find out, I'll let you, I'll let you go ahead and tee this one. Well, here, here's the thing, Terry. Now, we all know Terry's had uh, – not Terry, uh, although you probably have too. Uh, El Tigre has had some problems with the old back. The old sciatic nerves and all that stuff has been – Is it an overuse situation? It has been. Uh, <laughs> and I don't think – See, the thing is, I don't think Tiger just limits. He's got game everywhere. A lot of people, he certainly did. And let's just say we're we're not all, let's just say uh, we're not all what we used to. We were maybe as good as we once was. But, you know, you've heard the, the country western song. Uh, Tiger is uh, now uh, taking his, uh, and I think he's totally justified in this. Uh, apparently there were some compromising photos taken of, Tiger and the lovely and vivacious Lindsey Vaughn. Uh, how shall we say in the El Buffo? All right, well, you know what? Uh, if I could do it and get away with it, I probably would, but I can't. And besides that, no one's interested, not even TMZ. But TMZ is interested in nude photos of Tiger and Lindsey Vaughn. Tiger did not take easily to this. Uh, they have, uh, are you ready for this? 
this is probably the, the website you and I would appear on. Uh, Tiger has sued with his uh, attorney, Michael Holtz. He's threatened to sue the website Celeb Jihad. Are you ready for that one? Celeb Jihad. Um, if they don't remove graphic selfies of he and... Oh, so they're Lindsay. already up. Oh, they're here. Yeah. Have, they're, have you perused that there. site yet? Not. I have. Uh, <laughs> once I get home, yes, uh, I will. Very few uh, times has Jamie Foxx been speechless. Terry, I didn't mean to out it. you on that. Time out. This is research, okay? Right, this is enough. research. Um, they are apparently graphic selfies of he and the uh, and Miss Vaughn. Uh, yeah, we clothes. got you. We, yeah, we, okay. So anyway, but this is apparently this celebrity jihad doesn't just limit their their uh, work on uh, Lindsay and El Tigre. Uh, you know that that I was very disappointed when they broke up. They dated about three years, but prior to this, um, now Miss Vaughn has responded too. She's gone up and lawyered up too. Um, and several celebrities were hacked and had nude pictures okay, appeared so, on the website. So hack, Celeb this. Jihad. Yeah. By so the way. explain this. Let me to repeat me. that. So if you snap a uh, a compromising photo mm-hmm. selfie, so to speak, with your phone, yes, somebody can tap into your phone. That's obviously not in your proximity. Mm-hmm. Take said photo, put said photo on whatever website they want. Yes. Sell it to somebody. Uh, so your phone is not safe, is what we're saying. Well, if, if obviously if Celeb Jihad wasn't legitimate enough as it is, TMZ has gotten involved. Imagine that. That 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 just totally out, unbelievably honest journalism called TMZ. Well, it reminds me of another semi-sports star that just uh, that had the same thing happen to him, and sued and won a hundred and fifteen million dollars from a gawker. That was one uh, Hulk Hogan. Yes. Yes, who I think the a Ulster. lot of the sites, yeah, you got to be starting to think now. One hundred fifteen million dollars. I don't know how much uh, celebrity jihad is worth, but I'm going to probably go out on a limb and say it's probably they couldn't sustain a hundred fifteen million dollar hit. Well, and here's the thing: you got to give uh, Lindsey Vaughn again. She's uh, gone to a slightly more reputable, although it's debatable, uh, statement to People magazine. Uh, this is this is her quote. It is an outrageous and despicable invasion of privacy for anyone to steal an illegally, that's something I don't, illegally publish private intimate photos. Lindsay will take all necessary and appropriate legal action to protect and enforce her rights and interests. She believes the individual is responsible, Celeb Jihad, for hacking her private photos as well as the websites that encourage this detestable conduct should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Okay, I'm going to try to find this celebrity hot and see if they will publish. Apparently, they're photos already on there. From what you're telling me, they're yeah, already Yeah, if you can get out there. I Jamie, mean, research today. It will. Research is, for the show. Well, I've been giving my homework assignment. Yeah, I, I mean, you know. Yeah. Well, this is done. Uh, we'll have to be working on this. Terry, and Terry, I know your time is valuable now, but I, I think if you have a, a, a few moments, you should, you too <laughs> I'm should gonna go on the TMZ. I'm going to take Celeb Jihad. You take the TMZ website, and together we will come up with something tomorrow to uh, to see if we can't uh, fi- get to the bottom of this, because this could this thing could get big. Well, Tiger could have another I mean, career. I'm talking about the story. The, 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 the golf game sort of deteriorating, I think, his body, mm-hmm. uh, not aging very well at you know, probably an overuse issue. But, uh, yeah, crazy things going on now, in the world of golf. I, 
At some point, I mean, does it just get too much? I mean, from the Lamar Odom deal to, to Tiger Woods to you name it. I mean, what was the kid at Ole Miss, uh, Chad Kelly, mm-hmm. this time last year? Instead of worrying about playing, uh, who were who was Florida State playing? Or Ole Miss was playing Florida State, were they not? Exactly, yes. yes. And Chad Kelly was more interested in the adult film star who's a big Florida State fan. Mia Khalifa. Yeah, her. Then probably getting ready for the game and, appropriately got smoked by Florida State. Yeah, and Mia didn't go easy on Chad as far as the uh, retort. She was not impressed. Chad kept texting her stuff. Yeah, I mean, don't it was do like that. the gift that keeps giving. Do- well, it's like I told my son, you know, he went to Vegas on a uh, – and what am I going to tell a 35-year-old, right, at this point? Other than, you know, there's going to be cameras everywhere. Take you, bail money. You, you do still represent ESPN. Uh, and, I mean, I don't know. This thing could blow up next week, and we could have – my son could be plastered all over every – Awesome. Uh, I, I, as far as I assume, uh, things went pretty pretty tame, but you never know. Um, but here's the – you know, my we have video – because my mother's, you know, not in great health right now. We've got video cameras all over. Let me assure you, there have been some things, and I love my mom, but there's been some pictures of her that have not been something that I'd want Celeb Jihad and TMZ to get a hold of because I don't like seeing them. And she would be very, and she would take the same approach Lindsey Vaughn has. She would be very disappointed in her son, even though we're doing this for her own safety. She would accuse us of violating her privacy, which we are because we have to, to make sure she's safe. But... We have seen, I've seen a little bit more of my mom sometimes than I've wanted to, okay? No offense to her. She can't help it. But you and I need, I mean, listen, if we, if we, if this thing takes off, Terry, if this show really hits it big, we've got to be on our P's. I mean, there's going to be something out about us out there. We, you I, realize this, we don't you? We both enlighten and enrage people. And we got that on the text today. There's a lot of people that... Uh, you know, that like what we do. There's a lot of people that, hey, you're not covering this other side of it. We try to be fair. Well, they call and text. There's a yes. great text uh, from, uh, from 0733. Uh, I can't read it, but it, it's absolutely great. It, it just has to do with lobster. I'll leave it like that. Very good. It was a very, very – I, I, I may can read it. I'm not sure. We like these analogies. Yeah, it was, it was really good. It was probably something I would say. At any rate, man, good fun show today. Thanks to our sponsor, Spa and Avail, Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Powerworks Gourmet Pizza by Design, GB Cooley, reminding you of support and incredibly worthwhile cause, Louisiana Special Olympics, the Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union, and our title sponsor, Dr. David Weber. <laughs> he does his, I, I can assure you, Dr. Weber is fully clothed when he's doing surgery. Always, uh, US yes. 165 North. in Monroe, 318-345-4545, John Tabor for Jamie Fox. I am Terry Wallet reminding you guys to stay tuned this afternoon for Sean Fox. The, the lesser talented at the Fox household of the two. Of course, I am biased, but he's actually really good. Just don't tell him I said that. 3 o'clock for the sports company on ESPN. You guys have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Aloha, folks. Thanks for listening to The Edge with Terry Waldrop. No matter what the topic, Terry will take it all.
He's not scared, and you better not be either. We want to see you right back here every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. on ESPN 977 and ESPN977.com.